Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 73. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and today I'm joined by my guest, Mike Allabach. Now, as a reminder, at the end of the show, Mike will have an opportunity to ask you a question, and you'll be able to answer that question on the show notes page or the YouTube channel or wherever you would like. Now, Mike was originally called the Tattooed Bride Photographer, and Mike started a movement to make tattooed brides acceptable. He believes in the power of in-person sales and album sales to create lifelong clients. And never having held a sales job in his life, he set out to learn the ins and outs of in-person selling. And it paid off in 2016 when he doubled his income using album and in-person sales. And more recently, Mike has shifted his photography business into a new direction, one that I've never seen before in the photo industry before this. I've seen it in other industries. <laughs> similar similar things, uh, I guess. Um, Mike is now offering couples boudoir photography services. And I'll let Mike explain that later in this episode. But for now, welcome to the show, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Scott. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I've been I've been wanting to get you on for a while. Um, you don't use WordPress. And, you know, even though this is called the WordPress Photography Podcast, we like having people come on that use other platforms because it's, uh, you know, we don't just talk about WordPress. We talk about websites. We talk about online marketing and things like that. So um, the topics we're going to be talking about today, the the topic can really work no matter the website platform you're, you're using, whether it's Squarespace, Good Gallery, Show It, WordPress, or Wix or Weebly, whatever you're using, what we're going to be talking about today can relate to you. So uh, before we dive into today's conversation, Mike, what's going on in, in your life? What's, what's new in your world? Well, I, um, I decided to write a book in 2018. I did one of those things where I said, you know what? 2018, I'm going to write a book. And I just squeaked it in. Like at the very last second, I had finished my book. So okay. it was it was something maybe just as hard as I thought it would be or harder. Um, I have no experience writing books. Uh, so I got it back from the editor the last week of, of 2018. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. It's It's on marketing. Yeah. Oh, and uh, bef before we continue, uh, I just have to point out, I meant to point this out earlier. Mike is actually under the weather and he's still joining us today. So um, there might be some some edits here and there where I'll have to do some some hard cuts if he has to turn and, you know, die, die. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so I, I'm really excited for your book. I know it's a topic that um, I could learn from. It's a topic that a lot of photographers can learn from because, um, well, what, what's, the, what's the topic you're writing about? Share, share that uh, with, with everybody. Yeah, so it's this, this idea of uh, solo entrepreneurs and that you can have this viral brand uh, for your business. So a brand that people actually want to talk about not only your clients, but also that press wants to pick up and talk about as well. 
And uh, now when people listen to that, right, they're going to think, well, what does Mike know about going viral? <laughs> right. So um, and the, the cool part is that you've done it a couple times or a few times. Um, you've done it with uh, Jaleel's video, right, which we'll have to link to in the show notes. I'll make a note to uh, to link to that in the show notes. Um, Jaleel is a uh, another fantastic photographer. I think he's out of Philly, right? Yeah. Um, and Jaleel uh, has a really powerful story. He um, he was basically forced into a wheelchair and uh, by just being at the wrong place at the wrong time and being shot. And uh, so Mike did a very powerful video uh, all about Jaleel. And that was, uh, was that your first of your own work that went viral? Yeah, that was the, the, that was the first time. And it gave me a, it gave me a taste of how powerful stories can be. And also just what, what good things can come out of going viral. Um, And the, the book isn't just for, you know, okay, I want to do this like publicity stunt. It's, it's about doing meaningful work. Um, right. And I think everybody wants to get out of the bed in the morning at 5.30 and have something that they would love to do. Otherwise, you know, you can, you can sleep all day. Um, but <laughs> a lot of people want that thing. Well, maybe you're not a morning person, but a lot of people want that thing that gets them out of bed in the morning. And that's really what the book talks about is, is how to not only – find the thing, but then how to talk about it in the ways that other people will want to talk about it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Cause I, I you know, uh, I know just from knowing you, you're not only going to just be teaching, but you're going to be, um, you're going to be putting some emotion behind it as well. So it's going to be, um, it's going to be, uh, impactful, I think on a lot of people when it, when it's out and I'm looking forward to it. Um, couples boudoir photography. <laughs> so, um, I look at this and I'm like, would my wife ever do this? You know? Um, and it, <laughs> so <laughs> what is couples boudoir photography? Uh, so what it is, is it's basically, I, I, I joke about it a lot that it's, it's kind of like the lex- next level of engagement photography. So it's this photography between couples where they do this super sexy photo shoot. And for, for many people, it's a way to reconnect with a person that they love. Uh, what I'm finding is people are coming to me for three different reasons. They're coming because maybe they finally found that person that they love. So they've been in a string of really bad relationships And so now they found that person that they can have this open dialogue with, this communication with where they say, hey, I have this crazy idea, but what would happen if we did some sexy photos? And I mean, not not on our own, but with a photographer. Would you like that? And that conversation can only happen when there's good communication. Uh, So we get those, those couples that finally have that good communication. They were, they were in this terrible relationship before, terrible string of relationships, and now they're finally ready to open up and talk with a person that they love. Um, another kind of couple that comes to us is they're the couple that 
have been through hell and back, maybe with each other, or maybe life has thrown a lot of bad situations at them. And together they've weathered this storm where they're like, this really sucks. And we need to celebrate each other because we've been there. Like, and those people say this person, they're my rock. They're the person that I cling to when times get tough. And now I want to do a photo session to really celebrate, you know, we've got through this storm or maybe we're still in this storm. So a lot of people call me when they get the, the diagnosis of cancer. Like it's very common that, that I get the phone call weeks after they get that diagnosis. Um, and they're really worried. Um, and they really want to say, you know, maybe we're not even married yet, but we, we want to celebrate what we have together. And I know this person is super special in my life and I'm not going to take that for granted anymore. Like one of us is dealing with something and, and let's not take this for granted anymore. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you, you wouldn't think just by just by looking at it, you wouldn't think that it goes beyond just um, just married couples or just um, couples who just want that sexy photo shoot. That it, that it actually does go into uh, it does reach people who um, are having these really hard times. Um, you know that's not something that's that's obvious when you when you look at these. So it's um it's nice to know that there, that there is more behind it um, that uh, that that more people are being impacted by um, by the that session that it's actually doing something um, way 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 deeper in their in their lives together than what might be on you know visible on the surface. Um, so. You shifted from full-time weddings to couples boudoirs and are you still doing weddings at all or did you do a complete shift? Um, no, I'm doing about five to 10 weddings a year now, but it is in my, in my world, it's a complete shift because it went from 35 right. weddings yeah. down to five to 10 in 2019. So we will take on that client that, that really likes it or, um, I have this, this awesome thing where the couples that are doing couples boudoir are coming to me and saying, uh, can you photograph my wedding? So I don't want to say, oh, you know, no, I can't photograph your wedding because I still like weddings, but I want to be doing 90% couples boudoir and um, the rest, you know, kind of some branding photography and, and photos of my couples boudoir clients' families. Nice. And what was the original, uh, what originally uh, got you, came, what, what originally got you moving towards couples boudoir and away from what, like what actually started that shift in the first place for you? Yeah, I think this really, this really goes back to the book that I'm working on is everything gets so clear when you look backwards, but when you're in the moment, everything's so vague and it's like, should I do this? Should I not? And within a period of about three months, I had three couples come to me asking for couples boudoir. Wasn't something that I showed on my website or anything like that. Um, I was doing boudoir and I was doing tattooed weddings. So for them, I think they saw, okay, this guy does photos with, with couples like us and we have this crazy idea and let's, let's go. And everybody used the phrase, um, Calvin Klein. They wanted photos like Calvin Klein ads 
you know, those ones from the nineties where they were super sexy, kind of topless in jeans. So that's what they were looking for in the beginning. And I didn't show any of that, but they, they felt like I was open to this. They would always call me on the phone. It would always be a phone call and they would say, Hey, um, we have this idea. Can we come into their studio and talk with you? And uh, by the third time I got that call in three months, I was like, oh, wait, I know what this is about. And they would come in and they would be like, yeah, we want to do these sexy photos, kind of like the Calvin Klein ads that we've seen, um, photos of us together. And um, so I just did them. And I had done a couple sexy photo shoots in the past, but I wouldn't even classify them as couples boudoir. So it just, it was just like tattooed brides was me sort of falling into it. It wasn't this magical thing where I'm like, oh, you know, couples or uh, tattooed brides would be the awesomest. It was like, I saw some, some, some things come up and I was like, maybe I could do that. And then as I progressed along that path, it was like, yes, this is my thing. Um, but it's always like this sort of falling into it. There's, there's nobody uh, really there to tap you on the shoulder and say, this is your thing. Like you have to figure that out for, for yourself. And yeah. for me, um, I was like, well, maybe I could write a book about finding your thing and finding, finding your passion and then what to do once you find your passion to get the word out about it. So that's, that's how it happened. It was just sort of people saw something in me before I saw it myself. And then I had to figure it out for my own. Like this is this is going to be my next step in my journey. Yeah, you know, and in it, it um, when you look at, at photographers' work, a lot of times you can tell the difference between photographers who are trying too hard and photographers who it just can't, comes naturally. And the work that you're producing for for your clients, they look natural. They look like couples who who are head over heels in love with each other. That um, that. Uh, really, really, really are enjoying the session and, and, uh, and, and that experience. So, um, and so let's, let's, um, I, I'm going to throw a topic that I wasn't planning in here. Um, uh, right now, I just mentioned experience. Talk about not necessarily what you actually do to instruct your clients, um, in the session, but talk about the overall experience of this, the, of the, the session from like booking to, to completion, like you're, you're probably still making albums and things like that. I'm assuming. Um, can you talk about sort of the process of this? Yeah. So people, um, come to us and they say, we want to do this sexy photo shoot or now they know the term is couples boudoir. So they find us through SEO or they find us through a Facebook group that we have. Or, or something else, and, and they go in and they say, okay, we're, we think we want to do this. And their question is always, uh, what are your packages or what are your price? And I think that's, that's code for we don't know what else to ask. Um, so what, like, how, instead of saying, how does this process, process work, they say, what is the package, what is the price? Um, because that's what people do. Like when you're looking for something, you're like, okay, what is this going to cost? Um, and I think a lot of photographers with that get really thrown off because they're like, oh, these are really price conscious people. Well, no, that's that's not usually the case. They just don't know what else to ask. And they're really wanting to know what is your process? Like, how can we get started and can, can we afford this? 
So they come to me with that question. It's usually, you know, over my CRM and then we schedule a phone call or I just call them, you know, straight up. If I can get to the call within 30 minutes, we do. Uh, we have other people at the studio that make those calls as well. And then we start asking them really, really, really deep questions. It's not accidental that the people that you see online on our gallery and all that are actually like really engaged in each other because we ask those questions from the beginning. It's like, what does this person mean to you? What was a time that they've been there for you when you needed it the most? So we're asking these deep questions. We're taking the notes down. And then from there, we're, we're trying to figure out what photos to produce for either their album or their wall art. Um, because otherwise, we as photographers are shooting in the dark. We don't know what they actually want. They don't even know what they actually want until right. you start asking them those deep questions. Like, talk about the last time when, when you fell into his arms and he was just there for you. And, and they'll tell these beautiful stories about maybe there was a tragic loss in their family and there was this moment of connection that just sticks with them. So what we want to do is create a piece of artwork for their home that they can look at every single day and say, this person cares that much about me. Uh, and I want to look at that every day and get, get that energy from that, that moment and, and what this person means to me and what we've overcome together. So those photos aren't, aren't accidental. Yeah. And, and are you finding that, that these clients are buying more wall art or books and albums, things like that? Um, it's, it's pretty split, but our push is for wall art because, you know, for them in the beginning, it's like, oh my goodness, that's, that's going to be pretty sexy. But we want them to see it every single day. You can hide an album. You can't hide wall art. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, if it's over their bed, their bedroom, it's like, what do you want to wake up to every single day and see? And for for a lot of people, it's like, you know, embrace. It, it isn't even the sexiest photo. It's it's the two of them embrace staring deeply into each other's eyes or, or, or um, just like that really tight hug when they're just wrapped in each other and enjoying each other. Um, so we're trying to create something that they're going to see every day. And we, we hope they keep their albums out like open. Uh, but some of the, some of the stuff we produce is, is a little too sexy for some people to feel comfortable with that. I, yeah, I, 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 I could see, I could see, um, like the, the intimate, you know, um, looking at each other's eyes photos being wall art. I could see that in my house as well. I'm not sure I could see, uh, like the the super sexy, <laughs> you know, being being on the, being on a wall. But um, you know, yeah. But um, yeah. I I'm I absolutely love love this this whole. I know it's not new, but it's it's still kind of new. Um, I I love this genre of photography. I think it's um it's beautiful. I think it's um it definitely has a good impact on, on the couple. So, um, and that process, that, that, that whole, uh, experience sounds just amazing for the, for the couples. Um, so you're, 
you're still sort of in this process of of going through like you know restructuring of 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 processes of of the the branding on the website of showing weddings versus couples boudoir and and you're you know you've got to adjust your business back end all this stuff has to be readjusted you're you're changing your social media handles um you know so talk about that like how much is involved with all this you you're because you're because you're still doing weddings you still have to keep weddings around but now you're pushing the couple's boudoir more so now you've got a whole lot of stuff to redo right yeah yeah i like i took one of our our handles on facebook and i changed it so it was tattooed bride photo guy and the natural change for that was to go to couple's boudoir photo guy and in the process of writing the book i was like testing out all these things on that on that page and it was amazing we went from about 1500 followers on that page all the way up to 7000 but um i i'm starting to tell people don't worry about your likes on facebook that number has zero importance uh what you want to worry about is your engagement so we made this switch and i got really really specific about what i was doing and i was trying out all these things and now we get more reach than apple more reach than toyota more reach than almost all the major brands in the united states on our page um so there has been it's been like a year-long change so in the process of writing the book i was trying out all the things that i was changing the website was changing a little bit and and week by week, there's less wedding photos on there and more uh, couples boudoir. So I have been making that change. And also, we are looking at doing more branding photos because it goes along with what I'm writing about. You know, you find your perfect brand, you find the image that you want to portray, and you need photos for PR work. So you're going to want that whole full branding portraits package. So we've been moving in that direction of of couples boudoir and adding more headshots and more branding images to the website and taking away the wedding stuff and eventually we're breaking out uh into three websites where one's going to be family one's going to be uh branding portraits and one's going to be couples boudoir um but yeah it's it's a process i don't want to move anything too quickly because we'll we'll stay still take a couple more weddings uh but it, it's been a year of change. And on the back end, the actual processes it takes to order the artwork when you're shooting in a studio every day or almost every day, uh, everything changes because it's no longer, Oh, I have five days to work on the wedding and all this and that it's now I shoot in the studio almost every day. I have a shoot right after this interview. I did two yesterday uh, it's, there's a lot of work to be done and a lot of things that can't get missed. So we've been working on our CRM, our processes. I actually, I really, really, really like the book called clockwork. And it talks about getting processes in place for, for these changes and for getting more organized. Cool. I will, um, definitely link to that, uh, that book in the show notes as well. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like uh, when you go from doing weddings to doing work in the studio where you're, 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 you have a session net or two every single day, you almost have to rely on your assistants and, 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 and staff to uh, even more than you might otherwise. Because now 
Whereas they might have had like a heavy workload, you know, one or two days a week. Now they've got a heavy workload every single day. Um, so, so yeah, it's a, that's a, that's a major shifting, not only from technology standpoint and branding standpoint, but also your staffing, your employees, you know, they've got a, they got to kick it up a notch because you're kicking it up a notch, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't always uh, sit over their shoulders. And the other, that's another thing that we've had to do is with all of this, I need people to do work when I'm, when I'm in sessions. So it's been right. great because I'm very distractible, very kind of um, not as organized. So doing a session every day where I'm tied up for three and a half hours doing that work between the shooting, the culling, and then we show work on this very same day. Um, it keeps me organized and it actually cuts down on some of the work, but in other areas, you know, with keeping up with any of the inquiries that come in while I'm in a session, people have to respond to them, them right away. Um, so it's changed what? everything. When you're doing um, these sessions and you're doing same day previewing, right? Uh, are you are you photographing tethered to your computer, or are you dumping your memory cards a lot? Um, so for branding portraits, we shoot tethered. Um, but I during a uh, couple's boudoir, I can't be tethered. Um, so I've tried, you know, some of the some of the like Wi-Fi methods, but nothing has really worked um, that great for me for how much I shoot and, and all that. So it just can't keep up. So I, I get a, about a third of the way done, dump a card. You know, I, I use about three cards a session. And nice. um, that way everything's in photo mechanic and the last card is just dumping in. Um, so we have about three outfits, so it works out pretty well to do it that way. And then I just sit down and I call through about a thousand photos down to 40 to 50 in 45 minutes and also design three pieces of artwork. So um, nice. moving pretty quickly, they get snacks, cheese, crackers, all that stuff while I'm doing the calling. And then once it's ready, we, we go up to the studio, which I'm in on the third floor. And that's where we show. So we have a projector, a screen that comes down, and they get to see the artwork. And all the examples are in this room as well. That 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 uh, you know, thirty minutes or so of you doing the culling and whatnot, uh, and them having snack. That's like the cool down period from their from their their hot sessions. So. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it works out pretty well. And then also, what I didn't say is that they're in hair and makeup for the first hour. So, um, hair and makeup, and then we go into the photo session, which for regular boudoir lasts about an hour and couples boudoir is an hour and a half. Uh, but it's really, it gives me three and a half hours to really, really work undistracted. I have zero room for error, so I have to get it all done. And it's really helped my workflow during the day and helped me be more productive. So in the end, we only have to retouch the photos that they buy. So they see unretouched photos, which a lot of photographers get really scared about. But once you start doing it, and once you know your photos have to be showable, it makes a big difference. And yeah. instead of you editing, you know, 100 photos from a session uh, and color correcting and doing all the retouching on them, you're, you're not doing any of that, only the stuff that they buy. So you're only working on 
you know, pieces that people buy, which is a huge time saver. Yeah. And, and I mean, really doing calling and, and, um, and really what exactly what you're doing, narrowing it down to the actual purchase, that is a time saver down the road, right? So that's a time saver for, you know, for your staff who's doing the final edits and, and whatnot to, uh, to, you know, they still have, you know, a ton of work, but they're, you know, it, it definitely makes it easier. Um, you know, and, and for those who use uh, software, like, I don't know if Photo Mechanic does this, but with Lightroom, you could still do some basic edits during import and, and not even, like, be hands-off. You can have it do lens correction and you can have it do minor curve adjustment, minor contrast adjustment, whatever you want. Um, if you want, you can even have it hit the auto button on import. So, th- I mean, that I wouldn't do, but... <laughs> But you could, you could do some, some, you know, you, you basically make an import preset and you can do it while you're calling and not even have to worry about it's, you know, straight out of camera. Now it's got some minor edits in it. So, um, so, um, my last question for you is about your leads and customers as you shift, as you do the shift. And you did mention that you're getting a bunch of leads from SEO, from social media. Are you getting, um, like, a, are you seeing a big return from your wedding clients? Are you seeing referrals from your, from your wedding clients? Um, or, you know, is it mostly SEO and social media at this point? It's, it really is that mix. So a lot of my people are coming back for these sessions. Uh, and some of them are spending more money on the couple's boudoir than they did on the wedding, you know? Wow. So it has that much meaning for them. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's a huge mix. We do a lot of expos. So we get our face out there, our name out there. We're, we're, we're there so they can ask us questions. So I do the tattoo convention, which is great. We do bridal shows for bridal boudoir. Um, so I would say it's so split. It's some return clients, some you know past wedding clients, um, a lot from social media. Again, our page is getting more views in Toyota and and apple and all those so they're able to see our work out there um and then our our group we have a group that has i was checking it it has over a hundred thousand engagements in a month from our facebook group so people are talking people are really you know getting involved and and asking a lot of questions and getting stoked about doing a session that's 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 awesome so this has been fantastic. Um, I think, I think that uh, this is going to be a genre of photography that we see grow in 2019 and beyond. Uh, just the same that I think that personal brand photography is going to be growing in 2019 and beyond. I feel like these. It's. It, I, I said that we had a. I, I had a um, a discussion with uh, Jamie Swanson about personal brand photography. I think back in the beginning of August, and I said this to um, to her, and I'm going to say it to you. It's not very often that that we see in the photo industry a new genre of photography. And while couples boudoir, couples boudoir and personal brand photography are not new, as far as like they've never existed before, you're basically you 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 took a concept that that existed in a different form and turned it into couples boudoir photography just as as 
headshots and business portra- portraits and lifestyle photos have always existed. They've never existed in a personal brand photography package. So um, I feel like this is a genre, photo- a genre of photography that is new, um, that we will see more photographers either attempting or being successful in from here on. And it's exciting. It's, o- it's always exciting when the industry sees something new and refreshing um, and it works for other photographers as well. Yeah, and I, I, I see them both as as life changing in some ways. Like if if the personal branding photography allows somebody with a business to to be able to really take their business to the next level, that's that's life changing. Same thing with couples yeah. boudoir. If it allows a couple to see their um, themselves as somebody different, as a sexy couple together, as as they see that photo up on the wall where they're able to celebrate what they have together, then it's bringing this, this life change to them. So if they didn't have this session, that wouldn't be possible. So I think that's something that photographers are still learning is that the, the power of photography to change a life and yeah. To, to, yeah. to actually change lives. It, it sounds cliche, but it's true. You know, people see photos and they're like, I've never seen myself in that light before. I've never seen myself in that way before. I've never seen our relationship in that way. And now they're they're able to do that. And the photography that supports those changes is there's always going to be space for people who do that kind of photography and who, who are able to make those changes. So... Now is the point of the show where you have an opportunity, Mike, to ask the listeners a question. Um, so if you have a question, fire away. Yeah. I mean, so what I've experienced in my own business has been the more that I put myself out there with the press, the more press that I get, the more I'm willing to go after it um, with my ideas, such as tattooed brides, couples boudoir, even personal brand photography. So my question is, what is stopping you from reaching out to your local newspaper to, or even to a, to a national TV show? What's stopping you from emailing them or calling them and saying, hey, I do this thing. Would you be interested in doing this story? Nice. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, okay. Well, thank you, Mike for joining us today. I'm glad you're able to join even being under the weather. (laughs) Um, You can find the show notes and where to find uh, Mike and to answer his question at imagely.com slash podcast slash 73. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time. Thanks. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast. 